Episode one, Mistakes Were Made podcast. My name's Josh Elbo. In the audio today, I made a list of about probably 50, 50 to 60 financial mistakes that I've made. I'm trying to decide which one to start with first for episode one. So as I'm as I'm thinking to myself just now, I'm like, what's like the earliest I can think of? Like a really solid, ooh, now that I think about it even more out loud, uh, I could start with, if I knew what I knew now, I would have taken every single dollar, every single penny I've ever made from zero to 18 and invested it in either an index fund or some type of closing fund with cash flow. Imagine, I did the math on it one time. Imagine you took every penny you've ever made from zero to 18 presuming your parents took care of you till you were 18 and you didn't want to live, live some out of your means lifestyle. And you took all of that money and you put it towards whether it was an index fund, especially with me, if I would have bought in, I think circa 2007, 2008, we'd, we'd all be loaded from the 10 year bull run we've had. So anyway, imagine you've taken every penny you've made and either put it in a cash flowing REIT or closing fund, some type of index fund. Let's, let's pretend call it an 8% return annually, and it was everything you've ever made, what would that dollar amount look like now? And what would the income on that, call it a 10% return annually, look like? I don't have the math in front of me, but at, at one point I did it, it was like, even if it was only, let's say you had fifty dollars to $100,000 saved, because I know the savings rate for millennials is absolutely terrible right now. But what, what if it was an extra 20000 or 50000 or 100000 10% return on $100,000 annually, let's call it 833 a month. What would an extra $833 a month in income that you didn't even have to work for, that's at a 10% return with no leverage, what would that look like? And this isn't what I'm going to talk about in this video, just food for thought. But the first thing I want to talk about, episode one, the topic is going to be, let's say when I was 13, 12, 13, 14, 15. When I didn't know any better before I even got into any of this, like, let's call it self-help, self, let's call it self-development, because I'm not, I don't really like the whole entrepreneurship BS bug, because everybody's different in that aspect, but from, from my own instances. If I had, if I knew what I knew now, when I was 13, 14, even 12, because I mentored one kid who was 12, 13, who made $80 in an hour, going door to door, starting a landscaping company. But, and that'll lead to, and the point is, if I was 12 to 15, 12 to 16, the only thing I would be focusing on now is learning how to sell and getting a high paying sales job, purely commissioned, purely based on results. I think it would just make so much of a difference. One, from learning how to talk and communicate with people. I don't really know what dollar amount this would correlate to because you could claim, call it anything. But for, like, I talked to uh, one boy who was 13 at the time, and I was able to motivate him to go door to door selling landscaping jobs. Like I'll cut your lawn for 25, 30 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever it was. If they negotiate down to 20, like have the minimum bar set that he was willing to do for, for the lawn. So let's say he started at 30 and he offered, they made above 20. He would take, don't even worry about the negotiation because it's already pre-worried about pre-planned for, let's call it. And within a half hour, he had four jobs prepaid. So that's $80 and a half hour, not including that he has to do the work. Let's say it takes him two hours to do the work, but still $80 in two hours, $40 an hour at 12, 13, because it's a sales job. And if I was at that same age, I would completely time leverage it with 
having employees or having my buddies at at twelve thirteen do the actual job as well as do the actual selling, but purely to gain the sales skill of going door to door sales, which absolutely suck and I've never had to do, thank God. But the sales skill that I could have learned if I was at that age, knowing what I know now and how much I make with sales now, for whether it's cold calling, which I don't do, but on the marketing to cold calling side, I love because when you have a targeted lead, for example, the example I'll give you, if I have a targeted lead for social media marketing that I already know wants my service, it's the easiest fucking cold call sale that you can ask for. They are, you already know their budget for, in most instances, depending on the leads you get, but for me at least, I know what their, their marketing budget is. I know how much they're doing revenue. Like it's, it's the easiest one call close that you can imagine because they're targeted leads and you're selling to PWM, people with money. You don't want to sell to people that are BSers or not in your target market, which I see a lot of people in MLM doing, selling to people that aren't, aren't in their target. They just sell to anybody because like they want anybody, anybody that's willing to buy from them, they'll take. They're not specific enough about their clientele and it's where they fail a lot. But the skill set of selling, at 12, 13, 14, 15, average probably 15-year-old probably makes 8000 a year, maybe, working nights and summers. Let's say they make two, three, two grand, three grand in a summer, and then they work, they make two to 400 bucks a month working after school at 15. You can't even work 12, 13, 14. So 12, 13, 14, you have to be self-employed anyway, doing the, let's, let's say, for example, the lawn service or SMMA, whatever the case, case may be. But if you got good at selling at 12 to 15, especially with SMMA, like the easiest pitch to a business owner is if a 12 to 14 year old kid walked up into a business owner and said, hey, pay me a couple hundred bucks a month to run your Facebook page. I'm 14. I know what Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these things are. You're 60. You don't know what the hell's going on. Let me do it for you. It would grow their confidence, but they would also make a shit ton of money because they're right. The, the, most of these adults don't know what's going on with social media marketing, which is why it's such an easy pitch as a younger person versus like real estate where you might have to be older to look the part of like an old real estate type of person or real estate agent. <laughs> but let's say from 12 to 15, instead of making five to 10,000 a year, you made 12 to 20. So now your income just doubled potentially four years in a row. If you're not scaling after the first year, you're probably not working and you can do it with the same amount of time that these kids have because they work all summer anyway, potentially at least I do when I was 14, 15. And also the skill will compound over time. So you'll be learning all these things. So by the time you're 20, 25, you're making 20,000 a month with, for example, SMMA, or I have a buddy of mine that's got a landscaping company that a couple of years back already had a million in PP&E. And he's the same age as me because he started at 16 or 18. So he started at that young age and just built. Landscaping is the easiest way to become a millionaire. I 100% believe that just because it's pure. It's pure if you're willing to do the work, which is the sale and the labor. It's guaranteed money because it's just supply and demand. And then what are you willing to work for? And then scaling it with employees and managing that, which is the probably more intricate part. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast. That'd be cool to do. So let's say between 12 to 16, I could have made an extra, let's say low ball, like extremely low ball, an extra 10,000 a year. That's 40,000 right there. So an extra 40,000 that I didn't make 
when I was 12 to 16, upwards of, like, I think 40 is extremely low ball because in the summers you make at least four. So that's 16 right there. At least, like, minimum wage, you make what? 20000 a year? And a quarter of that is five. So let's say five in the summer, depending on how much you like, if, if you work or not, it's, it's not even like, is the money there? It's purely if you get the job, if you work a job or not, are you lazy or are you not lazy? So I think that an extra 40,000 is an easy lowball number. The biggest takeaway I would say from this is if you're in that 12, 13, 14, 15 range, study sales as hard as you can. If you have that extra time, whether it's reading, whether it's watching Grant Cardone videos, the best sales training I've personally gone through is Jordan Belfort's straight line method, which is all on YouTube. So I don't think you need to pay three grand for it. He probably won't be the happiest person with me saying that, but if it wasn't there, I wouldn't say it, but he by far 100% has, I'm like, it would be worth paying for it because it's that good from a closing technique standpoint, from the tonality stuff, from the one-liners. Like the biggest thing when I started SMMA a couple years ago that was like the most shocking to me is the very first deal we did. My buddy and I go into this hair salon. We're there for an hour. And for the last 20, 30 minutes, I'm literally just looping these lines. It's called looping. Jordan Belfort talks about the technique. And you're just, you say the same thing over and over again. The biggest problem you're going to have is we didn't, I didn't, we didn't start this doing this six months ago. Like what's the worst thing that's going to happen. He's got this list of a bunch of one-liners that you can use. And I swear to God, eventually the person just clicks and they say, okay, where do we sign? That's to make sense kind of, but we're there. We're there for an hour. The last 20 minutes, I said one line three or four times. And he's like, boom, where do I sign? Eight grand. First deal for SMA. First person we talked to. Buddy made five, I made three, so that's why I ended up starting my own thing. But I'm like, there's no way. So his training is by far the best. Grant Cardone's got some good stuff out there. I don't love Dan Locke, but I'm sure he has some good stuff out there on sales. Tom Hopkins, good stuff on sales. Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, good stuff on sales. Tony Robbins probably is a little bit, but I wouldn't call him a salesperson. Uh, but from a selling – and Daniel Garganta, definitely. Um, from a selling sales closing standpoint, those are the people that I would go to if I was 12 to 15 and that's where I lost money. So if you're listening to this and you're 12 or you're 13 or you're 14 or 15, one, there's no rush. So the biggest thing that first comes to mind is, well, I, I see all these people on Instagram making boatloads of money or pretending to make boatloads of money. And I want to do that tomorrow. So what could you do in the next four years? Let's say you're 12 or let's say you're 16 because you'll only be 20 in four years. What could you build in the next four years? Where would you be in four years if you started doing this today? First year, you might only make a thousand bucks or five grand if you're 12, let's say, doing SMA or doing lawns or whatever it is. Let's, let's say it's lawns. You make an extra 300 bucks a summer and the next year you do 600. The next year you do, you do 5k. Like there, there's, the opportunity part isn't the point. It's like more so don't miss it like I did because if I would have started a lawn care business when I was that age, if I had not known any better but just like had the same mentality that I do now, like don't make the same mistake that I did, that I made, and start start sooner. If I would have started when I was eight or nine, like it's, it's mind-boggling. But at the same time, 
like I said, the same thing I said about college in the intro. I'm happy that I started when I did because it's all upward growth and upward like momentum and potential from here. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you did enjoy this one and you want to keep listening, or you have any more so if you have any specific questions, the best way to contact me, shoot me an email with any comment, question, concerns. Let me know what your thoughts are. Because the feedback's appreciated. I do this for you. Because if it's not good, I want to know that it's shit so I can make it better for you. Email me at summitsme at gmail.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram at thejoshalbo. Thank you so much again for listening and try not to make the same mistakes that I made.